Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When it comes down to it and you review the game, it's Sean Johnson's kicking game against Fogarty. And Fogarty, he just couldn't nail it. A couple of times kicking that ball too long. And on this occasion, straight after getting back into the game, they get a, they get a seven tackle set. And Sean Johnson just sets his four down the middle of the park. Who needed to do that all game. The tall Harris, Aiden Fanua Blake, Dylan Walker, Aiden Fanua Blake, straight behind the ruck, 35 metres out. Sean Johnson pops it off his right foot. And it was always going to go down the middle of the park through those posts for a Warriors win. Sean Johnson, once again, steps up for the Warriors. He's writing his own story, Sam, every, oh, mon- every Monday. He really is. Kempe, he really is, and look we, we said, you said before the game this is going to be a tussle, this is going to be a grind, it's going to be a close game, it's going to be 12 and under, it went to extra time, it couldn't have been written any better, but the Warriors get that and how important Kempe, not just that the Warriors got the win, but they win a game like that, that is, that is a season defining win for some teams you know, heading into the last 5 or 6 games of the season, getting up over a team that's come back at them in the second half to get up like they just did, it's got to be massive for their momentum. Oh, 100%. And even though you saw them win that game after a couple of bad errors in that, in that late in the game, they let the Canberra Raiders get back to draw it at full-time pocket to kick it to win the game. You've got to talk about the Warriors' defence on their try line for the majority of that game. There's little tweaks that can be made. Bunty Four wasn't used a hell of a lot uh, tonight. He's going to go and review this Andrew Webster and he's going to know there's so much more improvement in this Warriors side. So to get a team in the top four, Canberra Raiders get this game, which I think, and have been saying it all week, that this is their most important game of the year. They go into the bye now with this really favourable run home with an opportunity to build some momentum going into the finals. And of course, not in the eighth position, I don't think. I think after this game, they go in with a good run into the finals and probably make it into the four with a home semi to start with. So... You couldn't get any closer. It was set up like that, Sammy, and we and both teams didn't let us down. Well, how good is that as well? The Warriors team song that the players chant in the sheds after a win, ringing out over Mount Smart and the crowd getting right in behind them. They've all stuck around, Kempe, all 19,000 of them, to clap the uh, players off the pitch. And look, your chance to react as well. Double eight, double three, send us a message how you found the game, whether your heart's still going. You can call us as well, 0800-150-811. Always love to throw open the lines at the end of a match. We do have to take a couple of breaks, so just stay with us. But before we do, Kempi, our Bill People player of the day. Thanks to Bill People. Who do you give the three points to? So many to pick from. Who's your 3-2-1? Well, mate, I could go go all over the park with this one, Sammy. Yeah, I could go all over the park. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give one point to... Guess who? Aiden Fanua Blake playing big minutes, keeping Bunty Afora on the bench, coming back on in that second half, and setting up the play for Sean Johnson to kick that field goal. Two carries in that last set of six, 
from the big man. Him and Toru Harris knew what to do. They couldn't get Toru Harris on fast enough to make sure that he had a captain's say and where they lay the line. And Aidan Fanua Blake, for me, once again, he's in the form of his life. He gets one point. Two points tonight. Chance to look at That kid, he, with all the ball that was coming down his way, had to pull off some big tackles. He gets my two points. But tonight, I can't give it to anyone else, mate. I'll tell you what, if I gave it to anyone else and Sean Johnson, <laughs> I would absolutely be copping it come Monday morning. Yeah. But Sean Johnson, when the pressure's come on, has once again delivered. And in, but it just wasn't that kick, his kicking game behind. An absolute battle in the middle of the park has come up and paid dividends. That's why he's the best kicker in the competition. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Kempi. So Sean Johnson, our Bill People player of the day. Bill People, New Zealand's top talent recruiter. Time for our Grain Corp quality moment. And once again, Kempi, take your pick. Uh, Grain Corp feeds your trusted partner for quality dairy feed options. What was your favourite moment of the game? Oh, look, I'm going to give the full sets of six that they defended on before uh, Jordan Arpin has scored on the trial. I actually think that that's what Andrew Webster's going to go into the change room and talk about. It's not the defence. It's the way they defended. They were absolutely stinging in every tackle. They were putting their bodies on the line to keep the, the Canberra Raiders out. And it was only an, a kick on the last tackle of four sets of six that got it undone. And that you have to talk about and you have to build on. And I think, you know, Sammy, when you're defending like that, that's what's going to win your finals. You're going to get challenged so many times come finals time. But, but with defence like that, I still think that there's still a big improvement for him inside this Warriors team. It was a massive moment, Kimmy. Despite the Raiders getting the four points, uh, they did a fantastic job, the Warriors, and like you said, it is going to be a defining moment for them for sure. So that's your Grain Corp Feeds quality moment, your trusted partner for quality dairy feed options. Our key matchups tonight, and let's find out who took charge of them. MGHS, the more you've been looking for, who took charge, thanks to MG. Uh, we'll start with the front rowers, Kempi, that you highlighted earlier in the game. Adam Fanua, Blake, Mitch Barnett against Josh Papaliti and Joey Tarpany. They were even at half time. How did it play out in the second half? Oh, shaded points decision. I'm going to give it to the Warriors. I just think that the longer minutes that the boys play, Joe, Joe Tarpany and Josh Papaliti in that last 20 minutes were massive for Canberra. One of the reasons why they got back into the game and drew level with, with next to no time left on the clock. But for me, it was just Adam Fanua Blake's effort for that whole game. Could have scored a try tonight, got pulled back, but laying the line for long periods of time, keeping Bunty or four on the on this uh, bench. Mitch Barnett didn't want to hang out there for too long either. I think they just get it. In the second row, we had Maratini Akore, Elliot Whitehead. I think in the second half, where you have to draw a line through that one, given Maratini Akore went off for an HIA. So let's go to the centre pairing that you, oh sorry, the fullback pairing that you picked up, uh, Kempi, which was Chance v Sebastian Chris. Look, Sebastian Chris had a, had a mega game for Canberra at the back. Who do you, who do you give that one to? Yeah, Sebastian Chris, Chris, I think, was close to their best uh, player on the pitch before he got injured and had to go out to the wing. But like I said, uh, Chance Nickel Clockstead played massive at the back for the Warriors. He's put on a lot of pressure too from the kicking game early on, pulled off some big tackles, some big carries, scored a try. I think he shades Sebastian Chris in that one as well. And then finally, uh, Adam Pompey going up against Jared Croker. Wasn't quite a, as big a battle in the midfield as we might have thought, Kempe, uh, but those two going head-to-head and Croker missing a couple of very, very key kicks uh, at the end of the game and then, uh, well, yeah, towards the end of the game and then right on the right on the full-time buzzer as well. You know, the reason why I put, picked both centres because I knew that's, that's where the uh, power was going to come from. You had Berry and Dallin Watini Zaleznak out there with Johnson and Nukure just running a clinic down through that middle edge. Um, and on the other side, you've got Tomoko and Rapana 
that Pompey had to really defend up against. And I thought it was real touch and go there for long periods of time. But I'm going to give it to Adam Pompey. I just think that on that left edge, Croker just came up with too many poor defensive decisions uh, alongside Jack White. They've had plenty of opportunities to go in there for points. Yes, they got him back into the game. But I'll tell you, five minutes ago, guess who would have got it? Yeah. He kicks that, yeah. he kicks that goal. Jared 100%. Croker gets it. Yeah, he, he missed might. the two important kicks of the game. And Canberra, Canberra go back in the changing rooms, loses. You get you get those kicks. That one that he missed, which was on the 20-meter line, and that one from the corner, which would have won them the game. Unfortunately, Adam Pompey gets the points for me. So there you go. Those are our key matchups, and those uh, those are the players that took charge. Thanks to MGHS, the more you've been looking for, and just finally our toughest of the day, Kempi, someone who put their heart out there and uh, and was our toughest of the day. Thanks to UD Trucks, your premium everyday truck that'll go the extra mile. Who went the extra mile? There's look, Sean Johnson's got his head wrapped up. Dylan Walker was limping around at one point. Saw who Harris had to go off. Sebastian and Chris had to move to the wing. Who was your, who was your toughest of the day? Thanks to UD Trucks. I'm actually going to give it to the smallest bloke on the pitch. I'm going to give it to Wade Egan. He played 80 minutes, mate. And he's when you've got a game like that and you're playing through the middle of the park, they had the opportunity to change out Starling for Wolford on a couple of occasions. But that little man Egan, he had to stay on the pitch for the whole 80 minutes, and he did such a stellar job defensively along with the rest of the middle that were changing in and out from him and keeping them on the straight and narrow. He's the guy that got them into that position. You've got to remember, late in the game, so Johnson could get a shot at field goal. So for me, the toughest on the pitch tonight is your man, Cam Smith. No, sorry, <laughs> Wade Egan. There you go. So Wade Egan, our toughest of the day. Thanks to UD Trucks, your premium everyday truck that'll go the extra mile. Just updating the NRL ladder for you. The Warriors leapfrog the Raiders now on 28 points in fourth position. Uh, well, sorry, they leapfrogged the Storm as well, actually, thanks to points differential, uh, and the Raiders will uh, slip down into fifth position. Now, the Sharks still have their game to play on Sunday. They sit on 26 points. So if they get the win against the Seagulls by a little bit of a margin, uh, they might leapfrog the Warriors. But as it stands, the Warriors will stay inside the top four. We'll see if the Storm uh, also get a win against the Knights, and that might dictate it as well. But for now, the Warriors sit in third position with the storm just behind them on points differential. I see your calls coming through, uh, Larry and Zay. We do have to take a break very, very shortly. Uh, we will come back with your calls. Call through 0800 Plenty to come between now and 11 here on Warriors Live. Thanks to One New Zealand and Alcoa Wheels by Transpects. Back in a moment. Warriors live here on ECNZ. What a finish we've just had at Gomedia Stadium, Mount Smart. Sean Johnson hitting a field goal in extra time to sink the Raiders. 21 points to 20. The Warriors now in third position on the NRL ladder. So many texts coming through on double eight double three. We will try and get to those, but always your calls come first. 0800 Just heading out of Mount Smart now on his way home. I'm sure he's as fired up as ever. Larry, welcome in. G'day, g'day, mate. How are you? Mate, we're we're fantastic. How are you, Larry? Mate, I don't think I could take another one of those again. That was awful. (laughs) Mate. Compare it to Thursday night in Football Ferns v Norway. Mate, uh, that was a roller coaster. We had it locked and loaded. What is it? What, what, two and a half minutes? Probably, what, 60 seconds to go? You're thinking, oh, yeah, that's us. And, um, yeah, that's Raiders score from another kick. I thought we defended well all night up until the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, boys, I don't know if you saw it when we were calling it, um, but where I sit, um, it's like just in front of the tunnel and Webster stormed off after he won in Golden Point. And I think that shows the standards that it's set. He was not pleased. Um, and I'm, I'm like obviously stoked about the result, but we should have locked it out. We should have closed it off. We should have won uh, and, and won it our way. And we went away from the game plan for two minutes and got punished. 
So that's a major learning. And, um, yeah, but I'm incredibly proud of them for closing it off. And, mate, Prince of Fenrose doing his job as per usual at the moment. Oh, well, very interesting observation, Larry. Uh, yeah, Webster storming off. Like you said, the expectation's very high. I mean, it is a top four team that we just beat. You can sort of understand why it went to, to Golden Point. We will uh, have the press conference from Andrew Webster hopefully a little bit later on, so interested to hear what his thoughts uh, were. Well, aside from the, the defence, Larry, it was a real uh, a tussle. Me and Kempi talking about it throughout the game, a real tussle in the park. It didn't really allow for too much attack. But like you mentioned, the defence was pretty strong up until the last couple of minutes, mate. Who, who stood out for you? Who was your, who was your player of the game? Yeah, I, it, was, it was tough. I thought Egan put in an awesome shift. I thought he, he um, yeah, defended stoically, um, set us up through the, through the middle really well. Um, um, mate, uh, yeah, I, I'd probably put it down at Egan. I think he controlled, it, like, controlled things and, and gave Sean plenty of time. Um, it was hard. I mean, I think, like, the four-pack did bloody well against a monstrous side. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they should be proud of their performance up until the last two minutes. But like you said, I mean, this is what you expect. This is what we um, know when you're going into against top sides. It's going to be an arm wrestle like that, and these types of surprises can happen. Um, and I think, it's, yeah, it'll leave us battle-hardened coming into Final 40 and the lovely run home that we've got. Hey, I... So they got your heartbeat going tonight, Larry. What are you doing next week when you got the bye week? Mate, I don't know what I'm going to do. Sit in the spa <laughs> and just relax. Got a whole week of that, mate. Um, yeah, I think that'll be me. Good man. Well, thanks for thanks for calling in tonight, Larry. You got a uh, mate, you got I'll, a good week to take off. You got ten days before they get back. Yeah. I'll um, talk to you guys in about uh, in a couple of weeks. I'd imagine. Um, yep. Did anybody yep. get on the uh, first, first try tonight, Dad? Anybody get it? Well, Kempi gave it out. Kempi gave it out before Did the you game. Get on, Larry? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Kiwi, you should have texted me, mate. You should have. Given I should me have actually. I did. I, I know. I, the problem, like the cheering, problem, the prob- No, the problem is I don't trust him, Larry. It it's only five weeks in a row. He it's, just it's, like a, it's a fractured marriage between myself and Kempi, <laughs> where I just don't trust him, even though I always should. But uh, Larry, appreciate mate. your call as always, my friend. We will chat again soon. 0800-150-811 if you do want to call through and have your say. Another one on the line is Zaid from Auckland. Uh, Zaid, I'm not sure if you're at Mount Smart or watching it from home, fella, but you must be pretty pumped. Up the wise. <laughs> that a boy, Zay. Were you boy, at the game or you, or you listening in at home? I uh, watching at a mate's place. Nice. Nice, mate. What do you um, think? Yeah, good game. Uh, I was actually talking to my personal trainer th- this afternoon and saying, is Sean Johnson in for the Dally M? Because apparently when the votes closed, he was seventh. But there's been a lot of injuries to players like Cleary and a few players above him when the votes closed. So do you guys think that it might be his Dallium to lose soon. And um, I've got another question. Can the Warriors finish top spot if they won every game that they've got left? Is that a chance? Um, another great well, try from you. here, Dallin. Um, just can't stop scoring the tries. And, yeah, SJ, um, you know, does it again. Great win for the Warriors. Um, obviously, near Kure back, um, scored a try, then got concussed. And um, a good try for chance. Nickel clocked that and. You know, we um, made it real tight at the end, which it shouldn't have been, but um, luckily we came through in Golden Point and old um, Ricky Sticky will be um, yelling at his players again, probably. (laughs) 
Yeah, he absolutely will. We're looking forward to his press conference as well. Zay, thanks for calling in, mate. We will ask you your, uh, answer your questions here, Kempi, firstly on Sean Johnson. Uh, look, I'd say he's almost picked up all of the Dally end points for the Warriors, certainly over the last uh, month and a half through the, through the wins that they've picked up. So he's got to be right up there. A hundred percent. I think uh, I actually think Toru Harris will be right up there too. You know, just with the way that he's playing. Wade Egan will, will be picking up some points as well, just like um, Larry was saying. Wade Egan played a, a pretty good game here tonight in the middle of the park. Um, but I just want to I just want to touch on what Larry said about seeing uh, Brent um, Andrew Webster Andrew Webster, sorry, running off the pitch after the game and a little bit what he's saying and a little bit of half. I think once they analyse the tape they're going to look at the interchange bench because I thought the interchange bench sort of let them down in that back um, back quarter, the last quarter of the game, where they took Bunty off, they tried to rotate through it, uh, got themselves in a little bit of a tied situation. And like I said, Sammy, when you've had a five-day turnaround and a team's coming back off a bye, they're always going to come home with a wet sail and is exactly what Canberra did. And it just about caught the Warriors out. Yeah. And when he goes back and reviews the tape, he will have a look at that and he'll have a chat to his uh, assistant coaches and say, boys, you need to be really aware of what's going on down there physically and remove your emotion so that you don't make those changes too early and, le- and leave us there short or caught short with the likes of Papa Lee and Joseph Tarpany causing havoc through the middle of the park, the offloads, which actually release um, those attackers down the edges so that they can score those points. So... Yes, he would be a little bit upset at the players allowing them to come back. They still got the win. But I actually think that he's a little bit upset at the coaching uh, tonight and the way that it actually panned out That's and the interchanges point. on the bench. So um, I'll definitely go away and have a look at it again. But, you know, it, pa- it panned out exactly what I thought it would do um, through the middle of the park. The interchanges playing a big part. Uh, Joseph Tarpanet, um, Papa Lee up, up against Fanua Blake, Mitch Barnett, Toru Harris. Um, yeah, and... and when it comes down to it, that kicking game was the difference, all right? The kicking game was the difference. If you look at Sean Johnson's kicking game and go back every one of those kicks, you'll, you'll see what I mean. On the back of those early kicks in the second half, which we spoke about at halftime, he just won that field position um, game for the Warriors that kept them in it for long periods of the time. And when, they, when it needed and it was counted, uh, he just got his forwards to set him up for that, for that one point and yep. that field goal. So talk about Daly M, mate, he's hot. He's, he's a hot favourite. And, and it's funny too. I understand why, as a coach, you might be upset that you've let a team come back in. But at the end of the day, you're talking about two top four teams, Kempe, that you know, it probably should go to Golden Point. You know what I mean? If you're talking about the top four teams in the competition, they probably are that close. And so the important thing is you got the result. You got the one point. You managed to you know, get the result, get the two points, keep yourself in the top four. Because, I mean, imagine how angry you would have been if they had lost that game after, after being so far ahead. Well, so, I, think that's, I think that's why he was angry, Sam. I think he was angry because he was down on the sideline before the game ended, ready to, ready to talk to his team because he... You know, he was six points ahead with less than a minute and 40 left on the clock. you think that they'd be able to tie that out, but they go in and they score a try on the third tackle to, uh, to level the game up. So that anger doesn't go down to them kicking the field goal in extra time. It's that they didn't close it out before the finish of the game. But like I'm saying, it's just not the finish of the game. I thought, you know, Bunty of four being used for 10 minutes in the game is not what ideal when you're coming off a short turnaround and players... This is what I'm talking about from a coach's perspective and especially the people down there that are managing your bench on the sideline getting tied up in emotional players. You know, we saw that with one player last year, as you know, Reese Lightning, when he would when he would stand up down there on the sideline and carry on. When you're in big games like that, it's important to have, uh, keep focused 
on what your system is. Now, if players are saying, put me back on, you've got to leave them alone. Now, you've done your time. This is about us getting through the game. It was a short turnaround last week. It just about caught them out. Right. I see a lot of calls coming through on 0800 We do want to get to you, but we do have to take another short break. So please stay with us here on Warriors Live. Thank to One New Zealand. We will try and bring you Andrew Webster's press conference as well. Back in a very short mode. Warriors live here on ECNZ, recapping a massive, well not massive, but <laughs> nail-biting win for the Warriors, 21 points to 20. In golden point extra time, Sean Johnson sinking the field goal to get the Warriors the win. We go to the phone lines, 0800 Jace has called in from Sydney. G'day, Jace. G'day, Sammy. G'day, Kempi. I'm actually, uh, I was actually at the game tonight. So. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah, I flew over. I flew over today and uh, fly back tomorrow. So, wonderful, oh, mate. wonderful to, oh, yeah, no, nah, what, 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 what a game to be here for, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it was, um, it was one of those things where, uh, like, even all of their tries, all of the Raiders' tries, apart from that last one, were almost gifted to them, which was really, you know, that was probably the only thing that really ticked me off, like, you know, because they didn't really work for those, for those tries. But um, mm. but apart from that, you know, what a win. Unbelievable. Like, SJ stepping up to the plate, as you'd always hoped, and you've seen it before, but that was, oh, so good. What, what have you seen out of the Warriors, you know, with their run home now? Are they, are they serious contenders if, uh, if they do finish up in the top four? Yes, definitely. I actually, um, I actually I, I've had that um, sense that, you know how... Uh, they've been uh, categorised as like flat track bullies, a bit like um, Cronulla. But if you look mm. back at their season, that game against the uh, the Storm, they were leading by so much. They got some incredibly rough calls. I was actually at that game too, and um, you know they had a couple of players. Um, you know, I think there was a there, yeah, there were some really rough calls against um, Penrith. They had uh, Sundans. I believe, um, you know, so they've actually, they actually stayed in contact with those premier teams, um, but they still lost, but still, you know, it was, they were pretty, um, yeah, really good efforts. Mm. Jace, what are your plans for this evening, mate? You're going to go out and celebrate? <laughs> I'm just going to grab me a couple of beers. Um, there's a Chifano here um, that I'll catch up with, but, uh, no, it was just wonderful, you know, wonderful to be there and um, far out. They deserve a week off. Um, a few knocks I saw, but, you know, yeah, hopefully we're, we're well on our way for that top four. And uh, as we all know, it's very difficult to win the, the comp outside of the top four. If you're in there, oh, I'm just buzzing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Awesome stuff, Jace. Well, travel uh, travel safe back home to Sydney, mate, and it's great to have you listening and, uh, and calling in as well. Let's go to uh, Joey, who's called in from Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, hey, how you going? Very, very well, mate. Were you at the game or were you watching at home? Yeah, I was at the game, just came back from Mount Smart. Hey, I just wanted to, I just wanted to check in there. When they, when they got the last try, yep. does, does the scorekeeper at the game have something to do with this? Because it was showing 14 points to, to 20 rather than... 14 points to 16. And the lads on the field have full view of the screen. Do you think they played on them a little bit mentally there around how they played the game and maybe some of the plays they made? Because I, I'm pretty oh, I sure see. the guys aren't calculating the score on the field. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying there. So the, the scoreboard, the big scoreboard here, because I remember I said it as well, Kempi, I said 20 points to 18 on the commentary because I was looking up at that screen as well, uh, Joe. So that, that's, a, I mean, it's a good point you make. I'm not sure if the players, you know, if it, if it played into their minds. You'd, you'd hope not. You'd hope they'd just be playing no matter what the scoreline read up on that screen. Uh, but it is an interesting yeah. point you make, and, and you, you might be right. The score might have just stuffed up a little bit there. But, uh, yeah, mate, you must be relieved. Though. You must be relieved we got out of jail. Oh, yeah, heck yeah, I reckon, yeah, Sean, Sean Johnson's in for Dally M, surely. But the way the boys have been playing, I think today's game sort of shows that they can play under pressure like that. I mean, if the score, if the scoreboard thing did play into mind and the golden point was a bit of a surprise for them, well, hey, they managed to crack, and they didn't crack under pressure, which I think is a good thing rolling into yep. the end of the regular season. So, Yep, couldn't agree thing. with you more, Joe. Where do you see them, where do you see them finishing up? Oh, they'll be in the top four for sure, but, you know, you never know. Fingers crossed for the minor premiership, but I doubt it. Penrith are, Penrith are a bit strong. It'll be a big challenge to beat Penrith, I think. Mm, it's a shame we don't get to play them before the finals come around. Joey, appreciate your call, and uh, and great to have you at the game as well, mate. Uh, go and enjoy your evening. Right, let's go to Domo in Auckland. G'day, Domo. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, mate. Unbelievable. Hey, old... Um, I, I'm... I'm... Awesome, man. Awesome. But I've got to tell you, old, uh, it shouldn't have been that close, eh? It shouldn't have been that close. But what I'm going to say is Canberra came in with the energy, eh? They came in with the energy, and, and we were hanging in there, man. I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like far out. We, we might have been a little bit cleverer in our um, selections there and just, like, Bundy hit the week off previously, and I would have liked, preferred him to start, but, hey, no worries, man. We got the job done, and that is so flipping huge, eh? That is so flipping huge, and the, we're going to keep on going, man. I'm, I've, I've booked tickets to Sydney already, man. In the last 10 minutes, you <laughs> betcha, baby. October 1st, here we come, baby. You betcha, baby. Far out. Awesome, oh, man. Awesome. I, yeah. I love it, Dom. I love it, Dom. I love it, man. You know, because I'm listening to you guys, so I'm a couple of minutes behind the live feed, right? And old, um, but it's worth it, man. It's worth it. You know, you gotta can't look at social media because that flipping thanks, man, and oh, unbelievable. Nah. This is how you, bro. Love. Awesome. Yeah, love, love you, love your passion, Domo, and it's great to have you listening along. Just uh, pause your TV, mate, and sync us up. That's the way to do it. And uh, look, uh, a big shout out as well, uh, uh, Kempi. Look, a lot of people uh, text through and, and uh, call up about uh, about our commentaries, but a big shout out to Robbie back in the booth. Uh, who uh, keeps us all uh, on air and, uh, and keeps it all ticking along. Robbie, a uh, big shout-out to you. And, of course, uh, uh, Logue's here in the uh, in the booth with us. Kempi does a great job of, uh, of pushing out all the videos on social media, does all the updates as well uh, through Twitter, etc. And so uh, those guys in the background do a, an amazing job of, of bringing the commentary to life as well. So uh, we've got to give a big shout-out to them. Uh, we've got to take another break. Uh, we are hoping still to bring Andrew Webster's press conference uh, to you. He is pretty slow getting across to it. I think Kempi might have been right. He might have been spraying out the coaches in front of the team. I can see him on the far side of the field now about to walk over so we'll take a short break here hopefully bring uh, you Andrew Webster after that welcome back into Warriors live here on ECNZ we will go live now to Andrew Webster Warriors coach who has just joined the press conference downstairs yeah I think they should it would be a I'm sure the machine would be going like that so and right at the end spiking very high but um, yeah I th- I just said to the boys, I, we, we tried really hard again. Um, we executed a lot of really good stuff, so I think we improved. And then we certainly didn't execute a lot of other stuff and put pressure on ourselves. 
but we also played a really good team um, that just stayed in it the whole way. And I think Sean put a, a great kick into the corner with about five minutes to go. Like, great pressure. We gave away a penalty, and then we were on our line for a long period of time, and then they scored a try for grub on the last play, and, and that's what got us in that mess. So I think the lesson is we can't relieve pressure when we've We've got the foot on the throat, so but they're a good enough team to 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 um, put you under that um, caution, and they come up with a great try. How pleased was it though that Raiders come back from 2010, they've got all the momentum, mm. the Warriors managed to reset and goal point and, and get it done. Yeah, I think the biggest, I just said the boys, the biggest thing, like I, I don't think we're ugly tonight. Like we, we didn't win ugly. I thought like there was so much good stuff and. Um, these are these are big games against um, good sides, and when you get yourself in trouble, you don't know how to get yourself out of it. And, and I thought our composure in Golden Point was excellent. I thought the first set of defence was unbelievable. Um, chances like composure to put, you know, catch it in goal, and then I thought we had three good carries right before, like particularly um, Toyo Harris had an unbelievable carry, got us momentum, and Sean did the rest, and that was. That was a special kick. So I was just glad that we knew how to, under pressure, get us out of trouble. What did you say to them when you the yeah, because of the boxes on the other side here, it's hard. Like, I need to get to the other side of the field. And as I was walking across, I, was, I just said, boys, honestly, this is all just about um, putting pressure on the opposition and you'll find the right kick. So, And they did. Like, they, they did it themselves. They... They were saying to me, Webby, we've got this. So they were confident and they gave me confidence. So it was good. Mm. Up until that last couple of months, how happy were you with the defensive field? Um, yeah, I, there was lots to like. Our, like our trial and defence for long periods is really good. Um, if you look at the first half try they, we conceded was um, from our error and our own end, they, they picked it up and, and ran and scored. So, yeah, look, there's, I think there's lots of resilience about what we're doing. There's a couple of things we can tidy up in the middle of the field where, um, you know, big guys are, are, are coming at us, you know, at the back end of sets. I think we can improve that. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really happy with the resilience of our team at the moment. And another pretty pleasing effort from the right edge again, seeing it going over the score. Yeah, I, I think I think Dallin's like a special finisher. Um, but I think there's a lot of good work that's creating Dallin and, and, and we're just lucky that Dallin's good enough to, to put those away. So, But, I mean, that pass to Rocco and the, and the quick hands was, was really cool. And they got a good combination there too and the left edge is building there. So we're, like, I thought we, we had plenty of line breaks. We threw plenty at them tonight. And we just were, in the, particularly in the first half, just overplaying right at the end. Like, and we build some momentum, have a good play, and then we think we needed to score the next one when we didn't. We just needed it to ask a really good question again and, and, and see what happened. Any injuries out of that? Dylan? I think we... Struggling? Dylan just got me on me. I think we're good, yeah. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're three buys now and three wins going into it. So, um, yeah, staked. I just think the boys are getting a good break. They deserve it. And it just, yeah, makes the whole week a little bit more enjoyable when you're having a rest. It's, it's if we lost tonight, it would have been a bit of a sick feeling. So, uh, no, happy, really happy. Andrew, does it feel like this is a level to go to? You know, just the same of the season? I, I, I don't know about levels. I just think. 
the, where we're at now, it's not going to get it done. But confident that we can get to where we need to be. I think there's there's two different sides to it. So um, if we every team, every good team improves each week from now on. So we need to be one of those teams. So there's, I think there's levels to it. But um, really happy where we're at. But you know, like we've got to we've got to improve each week. So um, I did, we didn't, we're not there. We're not there yet. But. I'm really confident we can be there. Yeah. And coming up, they try they when they go leading to the field to seem to go on board. Do you put that more on them, you know, kind of responding in the pressure moment than three of you guys kind of not fronting? Not well, you got one team that's got nothing to lose um, and great execution from them, then you got a team that's um, desperate and, and probably a bit nervous. Um, and you often see that those things tend to go to hand at the end of the game. So... Um, yeah, I, I wasn't worried about that. Like, if we were struggling with pressure and couldn't handle it, we wouldn't have gone on to win the game golden point. So, uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Just on the field goal that Sean got, is, is that how you would train them to perfectly execute that one? Um, it is now. Yeah, <laughs> it is now. Like, I think, I think we showed that um, the composure. If you communicate on the field at the time, you know what you're doing and how to do it. We haven't practiced a field goal from a 20-metre restart like that. So um, everyone just seems to know what you're doing. Experienced players, got their hands on the ball. Uh, Toy Harris, like I said, the great carry. Then we went um, walks, added, and slotted it. So I think I think they knew what to do. Is that a sign of Sean's current confidence? Because he, he got the ball in a perfect position. He had, he had three chases running at the only way it could have been more perfect if he was 10 metres more up the field, but if you're a right foot kicker, that's where you want to kick it from, just that left part of the field, just to the left of the post, and they got him in a really good position for that. So, um, yeah, I, I think Sean's, Sean's kicked plenty of field goals in his career, but I don't think he's kicked one here at Mount Smart. He told me like that, to win the game right on the siren, so more in golden points. So, um, yeah, Sean just keeps ticking off new milestones in his career, and... Um, that's pretty cool. He, he, he deserves a lot of credit for tonight. That was a great kick. And what were you going through in the last two minutes of the time? Um, when we were defending our trial line, I felt really good. Like, we were... They were there for a long period of time, and we were turning them away. I, th- I thought we were doing a great job. Like, we were working really hard for each other, and they put a great kick in. We moved up hard on the shore, so I put a great kick in behind us and scored. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have cleaned that up, but... Um, it wasn't like they stripped us apart there and we didn't know what we were doing. Um, it was a big play by them. And then, yeah, the the heart started to flutter after that. I was nervous. I was just nervous like everyone in the stadium was. It was 30-odd seconds to go and I knew they were going to throw the ball around and, yeah, they, they come up with a big pass, Jack White, and what a big play, and then down the sideline back to him. But once they scored the try, I was, I was like, OK, what, what's next? You know, what are we going to do here? So I, I was OK after that. And Charles is pretty special again against the old team. Yeah, he's a beauty chance. Like he's he's had sickness all week and he's done like got another player who's just turned up and the amount of out, um, energy output he's put into that game tonight was unbelievable and not feeling his best is is amazing. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thank you.
Andrew Webster there, and uh, look, relatively happy, um, you know, despite what we were talking about, Kempi, and, and despite supposedly what he was da- like down on the field, uh, but he, he's pretty happy with his side. Uh, we'll take a short break here on Warriors Live. Thanks to One New Zealand and Alcoa Wheels. Visit transpecs.co.nz, and when we come back, we'll just have a quick look at what's coming up for both teams, and uh, we will wrap up before we hand over to the Ashes. Live commentary coming to you after 11pm. Stay with us. Just uh, offering Tony Kemper an Oxford dictionary <laughs> so he can look up a couple of words he doesn't understand. Uh, we are coming up to 11 o'clock here. Uh, Ashes cricket commentary coming at you. Uh, day three of the fourth test between Australia and England. Uh, that's live commentary that we're going to provide with uh, to you, which is going to be fantastic. But we're wrapping uh, the Warriors win over the Raiders here at Go Media Stadium. Mount Smart, 21 points to 20. Kempe uh, got a bye for the Warriors. And then, look, we've been talking about it uh, for a couple of weeks now. That run home for the Warriors, which is pretty favourable for them. They have the Tiger, uh, Titans and Tigers away. And they've got the Seagulls and the Dragons at home finishing with the Dolphins away. Can you see them going five from five? Yeah, I can. And I've said that all along. If they get through this game, I can see them going five from five. You know, like, just having a look at um, how it pans out, there's still a hell of a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and the end of the season. There's a couple of worries here, um, and I think they're big players. You lose Egan, you lose Sean Johnson. I think we're up a, uh, a creek with the paddle or without a paddle. Um, you know, well, what I mean? are we with or without a pedal? Well, yeah. I think we're up there with a paddle, but I don't know whether we can get out of it. Sure, know? because we're going, we're going against the grain. We got yeah. So I think what we can put in there, it can paddle the paddle paddle us around a little bit, but it's not going to do what Sean Johnson or Wade Egan can do. So that that one there for me is a little bit of a worry. I think Nuakore is a big worry. Yeah, you know, now we've gone five weeks without football, and it's going to take him two to three weeks to get that fitness back and then you've still got a couple of other players to come back there. Um, so there's still a lot of water to go under the bridge. So, you know, it's now time to think, Sammy, like the top four, yes. Can they win it? Like where where is the where is the threat coming from? I definitely think the threat's coming in, in that we can't lose Sean Johnson in the management of games. If they do get away, you know, and score some points in the back end of the season, you're probably wrapping some of these players up in cotton wool. Yeah. as you're going through the back end of the year. Yep. So. And then you might be dropping a couple of games because of it. Um, so, look, let's let's entertain the hypothetical just before we finish up then of, you know, the Warriors potentially making a grand final. And, you know, the, the stats suggest that it's going to be against the Penrith Panthers. That is the, they are the number one team in the competition. Do they have what it takes? Yeah, well, from what, you, from what you've seen of Penrith and, and what it takes to break them down, do the Warriors have the pieces to the puzzle? Well, I think they. I think they can compete. I just think that you know it's one one thing to get to the grand final, and it's a totally different thing to to win one. I think if you come up against Penrith, um, you you know it's probably the team that you don't want to come up against in a in a final because of. Well, they're um, used to it. They hundred percent. They know they know what to do. They'll they'll wear, You're talking about where you're down. Like Penrith wouldn't have put you in that position tonight and giving you that type of opportunity to get out of jail. Um, so we know that. And I don't think Canberra are that much of a threat as a Penrith or Melbourne or, a, or South Sydney, to say, mm. uh, who I think or a Cowboys if, who, who possibly could round out those top four or five semifinal teams. So um, the thing that I like about the Warriors is they get some consistency. And if they get some consistency in some form, I'll tell you what, a team that knows how to win and wins consistently loves to go out there and compete. I, I, was, I was like... Webster, I thought their defence was fantastic. 
tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they did lead in 20 points in the end, I thought big parts of the game there had plenty to build on, Sammy. Yeah, no, I do agree. Uh, I am a little bit worried, though, Kempi, about South and Melbourne, like you mentioned. Those are, those are two teams that it just be, it goes beyond the fact that they're quality teams. There, there's just that little added mental edge, isn't there, the fact that, that, that the Warriors really haven't tra- travelled well against those two sides over the last 10 years. Well, that, that's, you, what, you're talk, what you're talking about is finals, being in the finals and being able to compete in the finals. When you look at South, Melbourne, um, Penrith and, and arguably the Cowboys, they've been the finals, they know what to do in the finals. So the Warriors, it'll be uh, a long time coming. It's what they do once they get there that's going to count. Mm, absolutely. Well, uh, that is going to be us here from uh, Go Media Stadium at Mount Smart. What a cracking evening and a cracking finish we did have. Uh, I'll just quickly run through those uh, bedpost try scorers for you one more time. For the Warriors, you had Malata Niakora, Chancel Kuklukstad, Dallin Martinez, Elisniak for the Raiders. You had Hudson Young, Jordan Rapina, Elliot Whitehead, Jack White. And right at the death, Croker missed a couple of key uh, kicks. It goes to Golden Point and Sean Johnson ices it. 21 points to 20. That's the way it finishes. The Warriors are in the top four. Can they stay there? We will find out after the weekend's NRL action. That's it on behalf of myself and Kempe. We'll be back in two weeks' time when the Warriors travel away to the Titans. Warriors live here on SCNZ. Big thanks to One New Zealand and Alcoa Wheels at Transpex.